0: from the hills reconfigure your life change your heart and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be welcome to the Hills Church say I am redeeming say I am redeeming hallelujah thank you Jesus we are redeeming the time we are redeeming we're rebuilding the ruins we're rebuilding the ruins we're rebuilding the ruins ruins. and everybody has spoken so well, but I just wanna take you to the ends of the earth, to the ends of the earth. So thank you guys. Do you know that there's another horizon? That's a place where we don't see every day, and God has that in mind already. God has the entire creation in mind God has the entire building block of what is building in mind Please stay with me. I need you. I need you just keep raise the volume slightly a little bit Yes, God has an entire spectrum of what is doing in mind Now this is actually how you look at the earth from the International Space Station This is the view of the earth. This is how the earth sits among many satellites These are these are just only one quarter or one tenth or one twentieth of the satellites in the orbital systems around the earth. Around the earth when you go out of Earth's stratosphere are many many devices looking back at the earth. Men have in their quest to be able to bring us live TV, bring us live internet, bring us connections across the world, have launched these these spaceships into orbit and these these things have now almost generated what is called solar debris around the earth but around the earth stratosphere do you know that there's other things happening that beyond what you can see there are other things happening there is a game there's a war there's even a space war where the u.s government is setting up an international international space agency called space force one and people are fighting about who owns the outer space Guess the first person who talked about the universe. Jesus Christ. Do you understand? Jesus Christ, God himself. Jesus Christ says, I'm going to jump all over the message, say you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit is poured upon you and you shall be my witnesses. First of all, in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in samaria and where where the world ends the journey is not just for your local god did not call you nigerians alone god called you citizens of his universe calls you global people this is a world mission we are on we are not just on some local mission where you are supposed to be a local champion and sit in one place of rot there is a global view of god and what god wants to do but the end is not the objective the objective is where you start from the first thing is receive power the first thing is what receive power the first thing is what receive power the first thing is what receive power and then as the holy spirit comes upon you you now become something called the witness the witness the one who tasted it the one who touched power the one who saw something in God, you are a witness. Who is a witness? A witness is someone who has encountered something. If you didn't see it yourself and you go and tell the story of what you not see, what do they call you? What do they call you? False witness, immaterial witness in law. Yeah, is that what you could say? What do you? Call? Yeah, there are some lawyers here. They can teach us better. It's like, it's like you didn't see it. A witness is like someone who tells their account or something they've seen. Start from Jerusalem. What's your Jerusalem? Yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Do you have the power? Then the next thing, start within, start within Judea, because Jerusalem is the capital of Judea. Samaria is the capital of Israel. So this thing was well organized do yourself do your state do the neighboring state and then go on to what the ends of the earth don't stop where you are for the lord will rebuild zion he has appeared in his glory he will turn towards the prayer of the destitute he will not despise their prayer god will not despise god will rebuild the first person who will rebuild is who is god he will rebuild zion through your life say amen Amen. this is just going to be exactly 15 minutes wrap up it's almost like the encompassing of what we're saying and then we'll finish with chapter chapter uh, the second part tomorrow i wanted us to actually do question and answer but tonight but i think the holy spirit is taking care of that part so, there's no need to break it into what do you think, what do I think, and all of that anymore. Just go home and walk with this. God will rebuild Zion. Say amen. The whole idea of what you should know is that storms will come. Where does the need for ruins? Where does ruins? Pastor Nigel defined ruins as things that have happened that were broken before, something that left, that something happened. So, I was looking out for ruins. And then there are two places with the biggest city centers that have been left abandoned today. Number one is Chernobyl. Chernobyl, I think it was in 19, was it 2000, year 2001 or something like that, or 1998, something like that. There was a nuclear leak. And if you go and see it, it's like 20 story buildings, five story buildings all over the city abandoned. And you know something? They, they they flew a drone to that place. I was abandoned 20 something years ago. And guess what it looks like now? Ruins. Just, you know, ten story building falling down, all types of things happening. It had become a ruin. Do you know what gives city life? The people. People gives city life. This was another city where there was an earthquake. You can see that none of these buildings, do you think any one of these buildings is still safe? Guess what they have to do to these towers? They all have to be demolished. Do you guys understand? An event happens that leads to your life becoming a heap of rubble. And most of it happens from improper building improper building results in ruins many of the ruins were not part of it some people were building were just were just do you know how many children probably were in these houses that didn't know what they're gonna wake up tomorrow and their parents don't have house anymore and they'll tell them a story we used to have a house we used to be on the 20th story on the 14th floor of this building but in spite of all the buildings collapsed god has had a plan. God is not making this new plan now because of where you are. God has always had a plan all along. God has always had a plan all along. God has always had you in mind all along. Oh, there's a song that says, I am yours and you are mine. This is what you had in mind the whole time the whole time i am yours and you are mine this is what you had in mind the whole time the whole time do you know god had you in mind god had you in mind say amen. amen god had you in mind god had you in mind He's not just trying to redeem you now. Even the things that happened that caused you to start doubting God, even the things that happened that made you to lose your faith, even the things that happened that make you no more strong, God had you in mind. Say amen. So beautiful. So God wants us, to number one, to go back and rebuild souls. So what are we rebuilding? Number one, souls. And if you give yourself to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light, this was the scripture Pastor Easty was reading Isaiah 58. You know, we're going to be all over each other's scripture. <laughs> then your light will go forth in the darkness and your night will be like noonday. The Lord will always guide you. He will satisfy you in the sun's Scotch land. And strengthening your frame you'll be like a well watered garden like a spring whose waters never fail say amen. amen this is God's plan he wants to rebuild your soul the first place God wants to be rebuild is on the inside of you say amen God wants to rebuild you from the inside that's where it starts to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them a crown of beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and a garment of praise for the spirit of despair, so that they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that He may be glorified. You read verse two. it says, "You shall repeal the ancient ruins." See, the, all the other verses speak about it, but I just want to talk about the soul. The soul. The oil of joy for mourning. Mourning happens in your soul. Do you know how you sometimes feel powerless in front of the situations that are happening in your life? How you feel like you're inadequate in front of the things that are happening in your world? God comes and starts giving you oil for your soul. God comes and starts strengthening your soul. Start pouring something in your life. Start giving you something more. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Number two, God wants to raise strong men. I have written to you, young men, because you're strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one. This is First John chapter 2, verse 14, the be part of it. Now, young men doesn't mean just only young boys. It's actually all young people, you know? God made them, Genesis chapter 2, God made them male and female and called them what? Adam. Pastor Fred said Eve. God (laughs) God made them male and female and called them Eve. No, God called them Adam. Adam means man. So, a woman is just a womb man. In the spiritual realm, there's no discrimination. There's no discrimination at all in the spiritual realm. I want you to remember that. I've written to you, young people, because you're strong and the grace of God abides in you. The first thing God wants to build is your soul. Next thing God wants to build is strong men. After your soul, then your character, then your spirit, then your body, then your idea, then the strength of pursuit. That's the, so if we're answering this question, what is God trying to build? That's the question I'm answering here. What is God trying to build? Number three thing. So number three thing God is trying to build is to rebuild the city or the nation. Ezekiel 36, verse 33 is one scripture we really read. Um, I think this slide, I cut it out halfway. This is what the sovereign Lord says. On the day that I cleanse you from all your sins, I will resettle you in your towns and your ruins Will be rebuilt. One thing that goes with the washing is the rebuilding of your city. This is New York by the harbor. Yeah? And it seems like it's a city in chains. You can see the barbed wire. You understand? It's city in chains is actually in spiritual chains. That city is actually chained in the spirit. So there are people who are fighting over the soul of that city. When God rebuilds the souls, what God has in mind really is the city. God has in mind the city. God wants Lagos to be delivered. But how is he going to deliver Lagos? Build our soul, raise strong men who know they've been built by God, who will step into the city. And when God rebuilds one city, what does he have in mind? A nation. And when God reveals a nation, what does he have in mind? The whole world. So the first idea of God was to raise one nation. And from that nation, he will make them a model nation that will teach the whole world what it looks like to serve God. What was that nation? Israel. Israel was supposed to be a nation that God will use to teach the rest of the world what it's like to walk with God. The whole idea of Israel is not that those people from the Arab race were better than the rest of the world. It was actually that God wanted the people who he was going to use to model how God walked with man. So he chose them and said, you guys come and walk with me. Let me use you guys as an example to show the rest of the world how to walk with me. And I will teach the world the wisdom of God. And I will teach the world the presence of God. And I will teach the world... What it means to have my life. But then those people began to, those people began to feel like they were special. The Jews began to feel like, oh, we're the people of God. We're the sons of Abraham. So when Jesus came, Jesus was telling them, you're not the sons of Abraham. You're children of your father, the devil. They wanted to die. They were so angry. Jesus said, you guys, you're snakes. He said to Pharisees, like, Jesus was quite harsh though sometimes. He said like, honestly, you, you are actually white on the outside like how they paint grooms gravestones. How many of you guys have seen gravestones? When people go and cry at gravestones and yeah, i just be watching them. Since my father died, I haven't gone to his gravestones since. Can judge me if you want. The guy is not there, it's not him that is there. Oh, people like calling me from village and guilt tripping me. Obviously, your father's grave. Like, I don't care to see that grave. You can talk to the grave. Oh, Daddy, now that you've gone, you know, we have, you have many grandchildren now. He doesn't care. Doesn't care. That's not what he's worrying about. Oh, look at us from heaven. No, you better mind your business on earth. Oh, my father will be a guardian angel. No, he will not be a guardian angel over you. So let's crush these theologies, these nice eulogies we use at graveside. No, the dead are dead. They cease from their labors. Those who die in the Lord, the It's say, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of every believer. When they saw my dad, the people, my, God had to show my dad to my mom because my mom was a is a woman of prayer. And she saw his sandals at a mansion in heaven. She saw his sandals, the sandals they were on earth. She, she had to get a revelation of the sandals of my dad sitting at the doorstep of his mansion. They were telling her, oh, this is your husband's house. This is the reverend's house. And they were going out with just excitement. So she came back and she had high blood pressure. Everything came down because she saw where her husband went. Precious in the sight of the Lord is those who have departed for they cease from the labors of earth. You don't need to cry about or agonize that. When God saves you, He has a mind to save the city. And Jesus Christ was harsh against the Pharisees. You see, you, you write with gold on the outside of the sepulcher. Inside, what is inside? Dead men's bones. So God wants to excavate you from the inside so you'll be full of love. I encourage, there's a team that put together this conference and you can imagine how much work it involves and how much tension about dragging each other and running around and doing things it involves. I call them and encourage them and say to them, we must be different from how they do things in the world. In the world it's about castigating each other, it's about judging each other harshly, it's about putting each other down. When we finish a project together, we're all angry at each other's neck. We cannot be like that you guys understand? We have to mirror what we're teaching about the goodness and the graciousness of God. We have to finish the, like music team, they know. I don't shout, do I shout at you guys? No, no shout, no shout, but they know like, they know like what to do. If you see anybody rushing last minute, just know that they didn't do their job. There's always a required amount of work it takes to make anything happen, so there's no rushing. When you see rushing, just keep quiet they all know that they miss the mark they miss the mark there's no need to be shouting at people why are you treating people like cows do you understand you don't need to shout just organize properly and do your work in good time jesus was teaching about how to organize yourself so you'll be ready to take on the world Many believers are last-minute people. The lack of excellence we show in our lives, we take it to the workplace. We are nasty workers in the workplace. We can preach for heaven, but nothing in our lives looks like Jesus Christ. And that's what Pastor Easy was talking about. We are always angry, always flying off a handle. You know I can curse you. That's all you're good for, just cursing people. So, the power of God. Ah, you are touching fire. You don't know anything. You don't know I'm a man of God. I can go and pray for you. You think God is a harborist? Guys, when God raises you, you have to raise a city. You have to raise a city. But the first thing God wants to do is to clear you up on the inside. So you not become like, you become like Elisha. Elisha came back and all the children were singing. They were singing. He just got angry. I said, BS, you come and eat up the children. Is that what the first prophetic thing you do when you come back from? Getting Elijah's power. That's how many of us are. You don't know the spirit that is inside of you is not the spirit of God. Guess what? God wants to cook you. So when you step on this scene, the witness that you are is that you tasted the power of God and you're doing awesome things in his name. There are so many people waiting for you, for you to heal them. And you can't until you finish your own training. Take your training seriously. There are so many people who will not give their lives to Christ except you become a believer. There are so many people who will not make this journey except you decide that today I'm going to be a serious Christian. You know how many of you are standing between and betwixt. There are a few of you here, you're just standing between and betwixt. You come into God today, you're going to the world tomorrow. You come into God today, you're going to the world tomorrow. Take a stand. Tell someone, take a stand take a stand the ends of the earth are waiting for you nations are calling you nations and cities are calling you the first thing God had in mind was actually to take us to rebuild the cities of the world all the earth is where God was taking us to go to the next slide all the earth all the earth for all the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the lord as the waters cover the sea what does all the earth means god has always planned to use nigeria let me tell you and there has been many ways of nigerians who have gone to the nations of the earth the first time we you going as nigeria was was andrew andrew Let's stay here and serve the Nigerian to God together. Oh, so like, oh, what was it? I'm checking out. Yes. see, there's no good roads, no water, no transport. Man, I'm so tired of this country. I'm checking out. That was the first (laughs) Jackpot. If you are old enough, you know that Jackpot. That was the first Jackpot. It happened in the 80s and the 90s. And through that, guess what God did? That's actually how the redeemed Christian Church of God started in many countries of the world. There's not a country in the world that the redeemed Christian Church of God is not present in. Many of them didn't quite integrate. They just became a center for African churches. But actually, it was actually a planned move of God to infuse the world with the Word of God. So there's not a country in the world where you go, there are three churches that are always there, redeemed. Living faith, a mountain of fire, miracles. <laughs> CCC is trying now, Celestial Church of Christ is trying. They're busy burning candles around the world. <laughs> So you guys, you missed the joke. You don't know a good time to laugh. (laughs) Let me just laugh alone. (laughs) Honestly, what God has in mind is to use this country. But many false starts will happen until a real people emerge who will key into God. You know, Nigeria is the last bastion of the Christian faith in Africa. And China is rising, Nigeria, Nigeria and China is going to produce the next wave of Christians that will take on the world. That's why the onslaught is very heavy against Nigeria from, from the Western world. They are very heavy against our gay rights stands, against the church stands. At some point in time, there were people hired by NGOs in America to police Nigerian pastors. They tweet anything, they tweet against them they were actually they hired voltrons to uh, to attack pastors on Twitter and drive them out one day <laughs> you remember that episode was tweeted about men one day and then tweeted about women the next week feminist coalition took out took him out and then created a hashtag tweet like to Nerapo oh if you are tired and your, your husband wants sex, just give him sex because your Tony Rappos, stooge, something like that, just kept, they finished the man. He left Twitter, I told him to stay. He said, no, he left. Left Twitter for years after that episode. Big altercation, they take on men of God so that they can kill your voice. Why are they doing that? Because we have something, we have a view. We have a stay, we have a knowledge of God, and God is actually still creating centers like this a foundry where He's going to build men, where there's going to be resonance in your spirit, where you're going to believe God and know Him and journey with Him. Jim LaFoon said the Church of Christ in Nigeria is 10,000 miles wide, one inch deep. So God is now bringing a revival of learning centers where we're going to deepen you, where we're going to teach you the word of God. But your objective is not for you to sit in your corner. The ends of the world is calling. Say amen. I need your eyes to be open to see the global landscape of the work of God. Some of you need to go to the US. Some of you need to go to Canada. Ah, not as economic refugees, God forbid, God forbid. just as economic refugees running there because there's no there's no milk and honey in your country you're running somewhere as a refugee as if god cannot provide for you god forbid god forbid you will go as a missionary you will go as a sent one you will go as an anointed one you'll go as a witness and as you go you plant. you go with the banner of the kingdom of god and when you arrive you say blessed is he who comes shall go back and raise up England again. You shall go back and raise up France, Belgium, Germany, the nations of the world that brought us the gospel. We will go to the ends of the earth. We're not just rebuilding a local town. We're not just rebuilding a small city. We're not just rebuilding something small in the midst of nowhere. So if you have friends who have gone Let's call them now. And ask them, do you have power? What are you rebuilding? Not just to go there and have mental health challenges because the town eviscerates you. Not just to go there powerlessly and battle with the principalities over the city because you have not built power. But that inside of you, the glory of God will come. Inside of you, the power of God will be raised. You will be raised a strong city to travel to the the ends of the earth across the lands across the seas some of you here can see God has given that thing inside of you that word is already inside of you God has already been telling you about nations please don't go as a refugee don't go as a refugee go as a kingdom the day we arrived in Scotland it was the 19th of September 2014 as we touch down, my wife doesn't when you say God said, my wife say, Eh, we're gonna take see that word? Though? You know how like how people say when somebody posts a nice picture, you say, Ah, we're gonna see all this beauty. You know, that's how my wife deals with prophetic words. Give her a prophetic word, just be looking at you like eh, she'll be checking it out because she's a woman of prayer. So our first thing is to check very well. So she, we arrived in Scotland. She dragged me in the plane. We well, were just touching down. She just dragged me in the plane. Said, I have a word. I have a word. I'm like, what's the word? He said, I just heard clearly in my spirit, Blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Wherever you go, blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord. Why? You are a gift you're a gift when you are truly built by God you're a gift for every organization you work in you're a gift your paradigm is a gift your strength is a gift your focus of work is a gift your idea your love for everyone is a gift wherever God opens a door for you you are a gift say I am a gift I need that empowering to enter your spirit you to know that everything we've said is not to break you down but to build you up say amen to recognize and what God wants you to do is just a little adjustment on the left and on the right. Because you you are sitting here. It means that you have the hunger. You want to do what God wants you to do. And God is calling you to the ends of the earth. Some people need to start planning their international ministry right now. God is calling you to the ends of the earth. God is calling you to China. God is calling you to Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, India, Pakistan. God is calling you to Australia, to Newfoundland, to Papua New Guinea, to New Zealand, to uh, to Russia, to Chechnya, to Bosnia-Herzegovina. God is calling you to Georgia. God is calling you to the nations of the world. And the nations will hear the rumor of the coming of the sons of God from your mouth. For Redeemers will go forth from Mount Zion to the mountains of Esau. The rebuilding process of God he should take men to judge far in God. Say amen. Say amen. Oh, you guys are not hearing me. I don't think like you can hear what I'm hearing, my spirit and be sitting down. Say amen. Say amen. Rejoice about your calling. Because you're called by God. Can you delight in the calling of God for your life? Can you rejoice that you're called by God to cover the earth with the sound of what He's doing, to cover the earth with the rumor of what He's building, to cover the earth with the strength of what God wants to do? God is looking at you particularly and He's saying, I can use this one. I can use you. I can use you i can use you i can use you i can use your life i can use your temperament i can use your story i can use the brokenness that you come through i can use you today because my glory is available to transform you and i will build you up again and you will go in my name go in my name carry power carry a witness speak of the things which you've tasted and seen speak of the things which you've seen me do yes carry my power carry my glory speak with courage and boldness speak with power and audacity and I will back up your words start now in your Jerusalem start now where you are begin to plant begin to build Begin to establish, begin to create, begin to stir up, begin to stir up, begin to jump into God, begin to jump into God. Tonight, I want you to cry out and say, God, use me, use me, Lord, use me, Lord. I cry out to you, I cry out to you, for all the earth will know. That you are God. All the nations will see who you are. That you are beautiful. You are mighty. You are awesome and glorious and powerful and awesome. And you are building me. You are building me. Say God you are building me. Say God you are building me. You are recreating me. making me new again you're rebuilding me your glory is available in me I see your power I see your glory I see your strength in my life start from the place where you are right now start from where you are right now what can you redeem in your soul what you can redeem in your character what can you redeem that is strength for your loins let everything be like training dumbbells let everything be like building blocks for where God is taking you to and he delights in you lift up your heads lift up your eyes to the heavens lift up your eyes to the ends of the earth imagine get into holy imaginations the nations of the earth are waiting they are waiting they are waiting for you this is not the end of all that god has called you to be god didn't just call you to die in nigeria to die a black man to die landlocked to die going nowhere the nations are opening the gates are opening wide the gates i see gates flinging open I see gates flinging open and men and women sent to the ends of the earth carrying a new gospel, carrying a new gospel, carrying transformation, carrying life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.